I am tired of the fan bait, the geek bait. Well, did you see this cameo? Christopher Reeves and yeah, kind of. CG Christopher Reeves. <laughs> that was pretty fucking bad, though. Stand to attention. The end. Like, it doesn't matter. The end of the movie doesn't matter. The whole entire movie doesn't matter to me because nothing actually happened because it only happened on the sounds. In that animated movie, that is still one of the best DC animated movies. A couple of Batman ones that are good, but that Flashpoint one stands out a lot. Again, one of the best ones. There's a Wonder Woman one that's pretty good. The Batman ones always stand out, and this one. One or two of the Green Lantern ones are good. So the direction that they took with the Michael Keaton Batman, Flashpoint animated movie, it is Thomas Wayne. The flip is that there is a Batman, but the Batman is his father. Bruce Wayne died and that with whoever tried to rob him. And this, with Michael Keaton kind of taking like, hey, well, there is another Batman, but it's like Batman's retired technically because Batman solved all the problems. How do you guys feel about that? It was fine. And I understood why they didn't go with the whole Thomas Wayne route, because they would have literally had to sit there and explain who Thomas Wayne was and go through Batman's whole origin story. It was not necessary. So using Keaton, different Batman movies, especially since that's always been a point of contention. Batman's been rebooted, what, four times in 20 years? (laughs) Yeah, sounds more than that. Got Keaton, and you got Tim Burton's and Schumacher's in the late '80s, early '90s. Then mm-hmm. you had Christian Bale. Then you had Snyder's. Then you had Pattinson. We got four times in the last 20 years, so it makes sense. There you go. Your four multiverses are right there, right? Him that being Thomas, that makes sense. I mean, I thought that the story itself, that probably the original script was perfectly fine in service it's just poorly executed as a hot shitty mess with all the additions and all the cameos i mean they spent how many minutes with the cgi cameos with superman with christopher reeve and and nick cage that was about five minutes five minutes yeah Yeah. they have to put in the fact that kevin smith said he was supposed to write a script for superman and whatever he kind of laid into them i guess that was like the early 2000s like the script for nicholas cage to be superman fighting a giant spider so the inside geek joke has to be Nicolas Cage, CG Nicolas Cage, fighting a spider. I mean, I get that, but they spent money on a tongue-in-cheek something humans. And honest, kind of thinking that might have been James Gunn's contribution to this thing. I really liked it. They made him part of the movie. I mean, he played an integral part. He wasn't just a guy that's appeared in the background like Superwoman. That flip. She's been integral to things. So I'm fine with that. But go ahead. He portrayed like an old Batman with like a new Batman, but like an old Batman and what I'd expect, like, I guess in the old Batman cartoons, he just played it to a T. It'll just be sad because I don't think he's going to take over that role again. Hey, well, we got some positive press. Let's bring him back for whatever. This iteration of the comic movies needs a serious rethink. Said before that Marvel died post Endgame. The DC Universe, I think once that Zack Snyder edit came out for Justice League, that was it. I mean, Suicide Squad movie was okay. Was it good? I'll put it, it was a good movie. It was a but good movie. is it a heavy hitter? You look at Shazam. No, you look not at, at all, not at all. It's, it's not a heavy hitter. And it's- leading up to that, Shazam was okay, the first one was. Uh-huh. Aquaman, the first one was okay. 
Birds of Prey and all the other trash they were trying to come up with yeah, that wasn't good. Zack Snyder Justice League comes out. And it's like, hey, well, they kind of revived this interest in that. And it's like, hey, look, well, we're not going to do anything with this stuff. Peace out. James Gunn's installed as our new architect of the universe. Again, you got that positive press off of that Justice League. I mean, people were trashing the movie before. I'm talking about fans and also critics were trashing that movie before. Zack Snyder edit comes out and it's like, does fill in a whole bunch of stuff. Why do they cut this stuff out? Like, here's the scenes that they cut out versus the Zack Snyder edit. But DC and Marvel needs a large rethink. And you lost people that meant something to your fans. Kamala Khan's not going to mean anything. At oh, the end gosh. Of the day. She's going to be horrible. She-Hulk's not going to mean anything at the end of the day. As much as I love Oscar Isaac, I'm an Oscar Isaac stan in some trash TV show. <laughs> <laughs> that was all. Yeah, I gave Moon Knight a chance. Man. Uh, why is he in a trash TV show? On the DC side, everybody that you cared about is no longer there. Ben Affleck, he's either in or out the time of day, but now you have this new regime at Warner Brothers, completely out. Henry Cavill's out. Gal Gadot's probably going to be out. She's out. She's done. Had written off Patty Jenkins. Yeah, they wrote off her third iteration of Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman 1984 was not good. It was trash. Trash. Oh, that was all her fault. And that was one of those post-2020 movies. It's like, we have to talk about fighting the man. She wrote that, produced it. Protest and uprising. Like, we don't care about that. What do you really have based on the future of the DCEU off of Blue Beetle? They consider those like the Joker and the Batman. I forgot what they call that. It's a different universe. It's like Elseworld, Elsewhere or something. Elseworlds. Yeah. So those kind of exist, but in a sandbox. Probably not going to be Batman, Wonder Woman, or Superman. The Blue Beetle's equivalent to their Spider-Man as far as character, young acting. You can see that, but Blue Beetle is not going to be that person for them. They got to redo the entire origin for him. Like, no one knows the character. If you had something iconic like... Young Justice or a Teen Titans movie, that would work. But again, you kind of have that ensemble cast and you get to reintroduce everybody. So then you're starting off with this dude, and likely this is a diversity movie. And not to say that the character itself is like kind of token minority character. I mean, he's been established, but he is not the dude. Not at all. I mean, I'd rather see a female Green Lantern movie. Mm-hmm. They wanted to get the minorities in there, and they would have done Green Lantern, and it starred, uh, what's that guy's name? Monster Monster. <laughs> nah, um... <laughs> Kyle Rayner, they could have brought him in on that. And he's established in the comic book. All the Green Lantern geeks and the comic book fanboys would have all flocked to that, coming to check it out, who are fans of the Green Lantern. Aren't they doing a Green Lantern core anyway? Yeah. (laughs) It's going to be trash. I got no faith in that, man. Well, consider Green Lantern. He is a core character for DC. Core character. And you haven't really seen that since that Ryan Reynolds movie. Which, I mean, obviously he keeps getting turned into a joke or pun. He is not Batman. He is not Wonder Woman. He is not Superman. Despite the fact that folks would want him to be treated seriously, he'll catch somebody with a glowing green catch's mitt 
from falling out of the sky. You think this is dumb. I'm going to punch this guy in the face, but I'm going to use a train. It's not hard to see why that Ryan Reynolds movie <laughs> failed. I mean, yeah, it, it, obviously it was a different regime at Warner Brothers, but when you talk about that, Green Lantern would fight. Like, I'm just going to make a big fist, a big green fist, and punch you in the face. <laughs> it's kind of like, it's goofy as hell. Like, you're like, what the heck? This is like... Oh. I'm going to make a baseball bat and knock you into... Like, <laughs> Man, like what Keith was saying, like, I'm going to make a big catcher's mitt, like, whoever's fall out the sky, big catcher's mitt, Big green one. Green Lantern fanboys are like an integral part of his internal psyche that he uses to generate. You're like, oh, fuck it. I don't care. That he, wasn't he, the truth? But it is the truth. And that's what makes it sadder because you're like, the dude is still conjuring baseball bats to beat up space demons. Like, this is dumb. Like, come on now. And then you're probably going to have to retread some of the characters that you had already put into that Ryan Reynolds movie. So some of this just needs to stop. Getting hooked on trends. Right now, it is the multiverse. Everyone has to have their geek moment. I mean, Star Trek did it like a long time ago. <laughs> like when, yep. when they brought back William Shatner, talking about whatever the next movie, bringing back Chris Pine and Chris Hemsworth to have their crossover movie. What are we doing? Why are we just making the same ideas? I know Hollywood goes off of trends. This trend needs to stop because it's boring. The end of the movie. And again, I would say Zod is underserved. Michael Shannon. I like Zod. I like Zod the character. I like and yeah. I like, I like Zod in Man of Steel, but Zod in but, this movie is not the same person. Yeah, he kind of popped up and it's like I'm here to save Krypton, and in order to do that, I need the last Kryptonian. Okay. And then it's like, oh well, guess what? I killed Kal El, and yeah, he has a baby. The infant did not survive, but within you, your blood is the key. And you're like, what the fuck did this come from? This is dumb. Same time, like, I appreciate the action, and I appreciate the fact that you can tell remnants of the old script made it clear that Superman took out the Kryptonians. Like, he took them out by himself. Tara couldn't do it. Batman could do it. Even the Flash couldn't do it. We were only fighting a handful of them, and they were getting dropped. So it was kind of, she was weaker than Superman was. Fighting, trying to do whatever, trying to go against him and everything, we made it clear. But... A major point about Zod was that Zod, when he got to the planet, he didn't start getting his strength and his power until his outfit got destroyed on him. Bunch of little nuances about the Zod and the Kryptonians that they just weren't following through that we saw from Man of Steel and would miss it because Man of Steel was almost 10 years ago. On your point, Barry, I agree with you. It didn't make any sense for him to go back in time to the point where the Kryptonians were coming in. They should have done it modern day. They should have had same deal. They should have had the world going this shit because they're no metahumans or whatever. And something else was popping up. They needed a big threat to come in there. They didn't explain why Wonder Woman wasn't around because there are no metahumans around. It didn't make sense. Like Wonder Woman was still around. Aquaman wasn't born all of a sudden, but there were Atlanteans there. So Atlanteans would have stepped up and flexed against the, the Kryptonians had they tried to terraform the fucking planet. The thing is, though, is that Superman already took care of it before they even got in the midst of this. So it's kind of like, what do you mean there's no Aquaman? That doesn't mean that there are no Atlanteans. People living like, on Themyscira join in. I'm like, yo, Zod is here. <laughs> Zod is something else entirely. Like when Zod popped in 12-hour period, and then Superman pops up. Like he pops up almost a couple hours, like an hour or so later. They're like, oh, there he is. This is getting resolved. Okay, we'll just keep an eye on it. 
And as the shit escalated, you see this dude flying back and forth across the planet. They're like, holy fucking shit, what is going on here? He takes care of it. Shit's done. Metropolis gets destroyed and flattened and shit. Batman's doing his thing and is being all pissed off and shit, you know, thinking about Martha. But it's not a MacGuffin they needed. They needed a big bad that all they well, didn't they, have they to They needed a gimmick somehow be invested in. And it, and it needed to find a way to get Supergirl in it. I think that's the big reason. Was and, they needed to find a way to get Supergirl yeah, in Yeah, and then the villains from previous DCU movies. You got Steppenwolf. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, what the fuck was Dark that? Side, well, like, that turned out to be kind of be a joke. Well, not until Snyder Cut. Yeah, I understand yeah. that, but it's still, he's not established enough. Oh, I, I see what you're talking about. I see what you're talking about. Yeah, so Zod is the only person of significance. The Batman movie never really got done, so you don't have anybody that you can pull from there. Like, you want to have Jesse Eisenberg coming back? <laughs> like, <laughs> and uh, then, yeah, don't like, bring him Justice back. League already kind of issue around Superman, that Superman died and came back evil for mm-hmm. a hot moment. So there's really nothing you can do with this. And they were just grabbing that stuff. And it's like, hey, Michael Shannon, we just throw some money away. Two, three days worth of work for him mm-hmm. with a, a mocap suit on. Just saying whatever lines you had already repeated in the first movie. <laughs> he was doing an interview. He's like, I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing here. I don't understand how he's back. And this doesn't make any sense. And so he's done with superhero movies forever. He's like, I can't do this stupid shit anymore. When I say he's in the movie, it is really just kind of that Iron Man close-up in the movie type thing. Walking down a ramp, I'm died. I'm like, okay, I'm here for the Kryptonian. Like, hand over the Kryptonian. Wide shot, wide shot, wide shot, wide shot. Iron Man face. <laughs> so, man, I know we're kind of crapping on this movie, but what positives do you have that were considered to be spoilers? I like the Wonder Woman cameo. I thought that, that was, was fine. pretty awesome. That was fine. I didn't expect that. I was like, that. a lasso. I was like, all right, that looks good to me. Other than that, I mean, I don't know. I just enjoyed it. That's fair. People were crapping on the visual effects a little bit, but it wasn't that bad. It wasn't like Black Panther, the end of the movie, bad. Type. Well, now I see why Tom Cruise, when they had offered redo Henry Cavill's mustache for Mission Impossible, he was like, no, nah, yeah. Because you saw how even that one Instagram video version of super huge chin that looked all weird. I'm like, yeah, Uh Tom Cruise screwed you, but he did it for the right reasons. Tom Cruise is pretty much like, we're doing our movie and you guys now want to do reshoot shit. And I'm like, way past the point in time. No, we don't do that. Yeah. We don't do that. My positive is that this movie is ultimately forgettable. Kind of forgotten large chunks of this movie because. Is unimportant. Generic is running the mill, and plus it is now whatever nth version of a multiverse that we've gotten. And we were likely getting more because into the Spider-Verse, you still get another one of those, another year and a half, maybe two years. Everybody's like, oh, time to multiverse. Nah, nah, it's not multiverse is the problem. Like, it's time travel story. Time travel, a tire trope in science fiction. Across the Spider-Verse is something that you're not getting. You're not getting those other characters like Gwen. Not in that format. If this was going to be Marvel or DC, the Miles Morales movie. The Miles Morales movie needs to be a backdoor pilot into the Gwen Stacy movie. Then you have to have the Gwen Stacy movie. Then you have to have like whatever the Avengers style thing 
and then try to build up to something. And it's like, I don't got that type That's of time. That's going to be a failure. That universe is going to be horrible. Yeah, I mean, I don't have that type of time to be invested in that stuff any longer. When you're looking at all this other Marvel stuff, because they had said that certain movies are going to be delayed or pushed forward back. You look at what else is coming out this year. The bulk of the MCU, depending on the Marvel. Let me repeat that. You have the bulk of the MCU, depending on the Marvel. For the rest of the year. Into next year. That sounds stupid. <laughs> Whatever. Monica Rambo, Kamala Khan. And uh, the chick that doesn't like to wear a bra. That's it? You have all these movies being pushed around. Captain America New World Order. Which is 2024. So that's likely going to be the next movie. Out of Phase 5. After the marvels i'm fine with that but that's a long wait i mean my blade movies delayed to 2025 likely because of the writer strike you got the fantastic four movie and again it's just like where's all this stuff going and then secret wars is already out it's just like hey well samuel jackson's back hey didn't you unless want that? it ties in fantastic four i'm just gonna be like uh eh, they're just there yeah, so, I mean, really, what do you have? They've already screwed up the fact that X-Men properties, basically from the Fox buyout, which has already almost been five years at this point, because Dark Phoenix came out in the movie theater. Yep. It was the uh, the New Mutants movie. That- well, they just had to get that out just to get it out, because it was... Just- yeah, so you have Fox acquisition happened either late 2018, so you got all that back. You still don't have a X-Men movie or anything lined up. There's another Wolverine, probably instance in Deadpool. Whenever that Deadpool movie decides to come out, which is wasn't in that slate of stuff that's been pushed back or forward. So that's like going to be like 2025, 26 and all yeah, that. It's going to be a minute for, uh, for that. And that movie is just really just a running joke. I think for me, I'm just kind of tired of tired of the comic book movies plus size for me with this movie was there was a hint that this could have been something grand they were working towards something i am tired of the laziness i'm not saying that people aren't working hard like that that, that's not what i'm saying minimum effort but yeah i'm tired of the minimum effort in terms like when feige and i'm going to give it to snyder too when snyder and nolan were crafting the DC Cinematic Universe. I'm talking about that level of effort where they were going out and they were trying to meet studio demands and they were just coming up with shit. You can see the effort that was put into the Superman yeah. v. Batman movie. And, and well, that like, uncut yeah, version, the ultimate version. Specifically, like, the Dark Knight. If you look at that, Batman mm-hmm. begins to the Dark Knight. We'll just exclude Dark Knight Rises out of that. But that was a good movie, Dark Knight was amazing. But that level of story... And crafting has not existed since Endgame or Infinity no. War. Start looking back at the other Marvel movies, kind of before Endgame and Infinity War. None of those movies on that level. Not currently. Yeah. None of them are. Ant Man to kind of establish King as whatever. Mm-hmm. And is that the actor playing King? Like it's revamped or booted out or recasted? Like whatever's going to happen with that. To the point of what we were saying, I was like, let's go back 20 years. Spider-Man. Spider-Man 1 and 2, Sam Raimi. Yeah. Spider-Man 2 remains in my top five movies 
of all time. That uh, I would definitely say my top a, five comic book movies, all, all time I, movies, I, maybe not, it, but it's up there. Like it, it, it is definitely movie, in top twenty. <laughs> that movie damn near made me cry. There was a level of storytelling that went beyond that. And it treated the material with respect and I don't want to say reverence, but it treated with respect. Batman begins, Nolan. Mm-hmm. He understood Batman. He got it. He understood what was going on with it. He understood that he wasn't some gimmick and he wasn't some dude in a rubber suit, you know, with Batman. Yeah, I mean, it could have been, been that hokey Joe Schumacher was Joel going Schumacher, or, yeah. or Tim Burton. It could have been that. Shit. It could have been exactly that. And no one would have cared. But no one would have been like, oh, well, maybe if they did take a more serious take on Batman, they could have done that. Hokey, goofy stuff. Someone would be like, Oh, well, that's like how it was in the animated show or something. Go ahead. You get Snyder. Now, Snyder has a showman's flair for this movie. But he tried something completely different. He just said, I'm not trying to do what they did in the past with Superman. I'm going to do something different. I'm going to make this dude a freaking badass. I'm going to show you why Superman is not to be fucked with on level. He doesn't. Man of Steel was like, damn. Superman v. Batman. Granted, he didn't get to get him treated this shit with some respect. He tried something different. It didn't work in all levels. Stuffing dudes out and shit, that didn't quite work. And a lot of stuff what he did didn't work. But action-wise, effects, and general storytelling, his original cuts of those movies, that shit worked to an extent. The early Marvel stuff, phase one through phase three, all the way up until Endgame, even beyond the couple movies after Endgame, they took legit material no matter how silly and off the wall they were and they did something with it like they treated this shit with some fucking respect and right now studios are treating it like okay let's go with the formula this is what we got to do no 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 this is the way we do it this is the tried and true method of of how we do it it's like the buddy cop genres They, they keep trying to run this shit and try to create some kind of formula with it instead of taking the material you've got and crafting decent stories around it. This Flash movie was a hot fucking mess. Storyline. In-game Infinity War level of storyline, but they flubbed it. So the only other thing you can go to is that Kingdom Come storyline. Oh, hell no. That'll be a fucking train. Well, the Crisis of Infinite Earths. They do not have any talent to make Kingdom Come work. And Kingdom Come has way too many characters in it. Marvel could probably do it. They've, got enough, they've introduced enough characters to make something like that work. But the DCU is fucking failed. Their only recourse now is to scrub it and scrub all the fucking moves they've got, ditch it, trash it, redo, revamp, rebuild. That's it. Scrub all that shit. And just start from the beginning and just work your way through it. Like, just like you say, take a couple of years to get the shit right and then release it. But that, that's not going to happen. They're going to do this whole, we got to have a movie once a year. The Aquaman movie apparently is unwatchable trash. Actress in that movie also with a different level of controversy surrounding her, Amber Heard. Uh, Amber Heard. So she needs either needs to go. We're going to do something Justice Society-wise in this Flash movie, which Flash 52, like whatever that one, the one with the... Uh, They tried, yeah, they tried. It went nowhere. Oh, we're going to keep talking about Back to the Future. And like Eric Stoltz, like, stop the geek stuff and craft the well rounded story because we're sitting here spending so much time on well did they mention this and did they say this when you're wasting time trying to do that stuff when you could be focusing on the story and this movie didn't need to be two hours long 
But I think part of the problem with the story was that, again, you had three different iterations of the fucking story. Like, how many reshoots did they have? It was great to see Michael Keaton. This movie did prove one thing. It proved that they were fucking idiots for not even doing the Batman Beyond yeah. movie that they were going to do with Michael Keaton. They were fucking idiots for that shit. Yeah. Pattinson had been in that position. If that had been done, uh, like, come on now. Yeah. Come on. That shit would have been fucking amazing. Whatever, dude. I'm done. I got no hope for DC. Cinematic Universe, Star Wars level for me. Got nothing else for it. Probably count on this summer. Aside from Spider-Man, it's going to be our buddy Tom Cruise. <laughs> Mission oh, Impossible. Oh, yeah. Like, that's going to be a good-ass movie. Yeah, that's the only thing you can count on. Oh, yes. That's going to be the shit. Oh, that's going to be good. going to be good. He saw him all that. You got to see the shit in IMAX, too? Gonna do I'd now. watch that. What, Barbie? <laughs> no, Oppenheimer. Not Barbie. Oppenheimer's gonna be great. That's really it. Uh, the Equalizer 3. Does that come out during the summer? Though? Yeah, that comes out in September. Uh, uh, close enough. All right. Uh, I'll give you that much. Hopefully. I didn't like the second one. The second one was trash. You don't have to have that level of story for movies like this. And then you got The Expendables. And that's interesting. Like, I think that Craven the Hunter movie is coming out. Yeah, I'm going to pass on that. Sony needs to invest everything into that across the Spider-Verse. That's where their focus needs to lie. That they, if they were smart, any kind of brain cells, they would take one of those Spider-Men and do it live action. There you go. Like, and then get the Marvel Lord and whatever do that. And the Marvels is going to fail. Yeah, so that's that's, that's all your fail. movies, big movies. No, nah, that's going to fail. Oh, power. They already said it's, it's not something worth a damn. Like, no one's pre-ordering tickets, and no one's even talking about it. Oh, wait, we got the Meg 2 coming out. Oh, shit, forgot about that. Who? Uh-huh. The Meg 2, like that movie with Jason Stratham. He's oh. fighting a giant prehistoric shark. Yeah. Yeah, Gran Turismo. Barry, that's right up your alley. It's oh. just like Forza. No, it is not. Yo, you like, like I like Forza, racing yo. games, but no, it is not. <laughs> no, that's just like Forza, y'all. That's going to be great. It's like me playing Street Fighter, and then all of a sudden I'm going to MMA. <laughs> oh, and then it is. Here it is. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, me again, Except- another series that needs to die, even though this is not live action, but that needs to go away. I mean, I'm a little sick and tired of Seth Rogen, though. Like, that dude, like, who decided that he was a movie executive 